Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag college football. Honestly, just to prove a point. I mean, that's my mantra. That's my attitude every week, just to go out and prove a point. Kind of dominated in all aspects. And we didn't do that as a, as a unit. So, I mean, we get another Saturday to play football and try to redeem ourselves. Redemption Saturday, PK. Is that the label? Is that where we're going here? That was Josh Nurse. The Utes talking about Washington State. I think he's just trying to win a game. Go redeem himself. You're up there talking to the uh, Utes. Kyle Whittingham, we just heard it from him and just heard from Terrell Burgess. You feel like that USC game's behind him? They turned the page. You know, the whole thing, don't I let yourself get beat twice. is behind him. That was last week. Okay. Literalist. Literally, yes. I never, that's all cliches. I mean, it's literal because it's actual. I mean, that, I never bought that. Don't let the same team beat you. That's never happened in the history of the game. That's just coaching cliche, and people who don't have anything else to say, that's just cliche. I mean, when you take the field against Washington State, you're not going to be thinking of USC. The fans might be, but the players are in the moment. Oh, if they are in the moment, that's good news. Well, they have no other choice. Where else are you going to be? Well, not locked in. Like their quarterback said, they weren't locked in against USC. They got beat. The other guys were better. Is this because you're, lo- you're okay, I'm locked in. That guarantees that I'm going to win? No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, might, That's just Might limit some speed. of the 16 penalties. BYU announced home-and-home home series with Central Florida and Rice. The Cougars and Knights are going to play in 2023 and 2024. The Owls in 2023 and 2025. I was kind of ho hum when I saw that, and then I You're read. Ho hum? Sto- yeah, then I read a story from you the did? Central Florida perspective about how it had quotes from their AD beef up the schedule. People don't want to play us. Boise they also scheduled Boise State series. Boise State and BYU, and it just went into it and pumped those two programs up. And I thought that uh, that's what the Cougars are looking for right there. So the eighty-one thought, wins in eight years. You and, thought playing Central Florida was ho hum? Yeah, a little bit. Really? Yeah. I know they've been really good the last two years, but when they played them before, they weren't that good, and it wasn't that big a deal. Will will they be on this roll in however many years this is? It's four and five years when they play. If they are, then great. The last time they played. Meh. Well, then why did you say, why would you go beef up the schedule if you don't know that the schedule is going to be, be beefed up? Because you don't know how Central Florida and BYU are going to be. Either way, that's very, very illogical. I think playing Central Florida is probably about as good as you can get in a if they sustain non, if they sustain what uh, they're doing. Five. Yeah, th- that's Central Florida and Boise State are the two non-power fives of the sure. best reps, and Boise yeah. State's already on the schedule. And, and I Central thought Florida's. it was a hoot that they played the Rice Owls. <laughs> First thing I thought when I saw that, I thought BYU win, BYU win. Better go two and zero in that series. But playing Texas, playing the footprint, all that stuff. Kyle Whittingham asked me yesterday if I'm fine with the rivalry being interrupted. You don't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't. I, I, I listen to guys on our station, and they seem to care a lot more than we do. But then it, it dawned on me, well, everybody else except you and me either grew up here or, or went, went to, to school, one school here. here. I know. Or both. Because I was listening to the big show in the yeah. afternoon, and Gordon was pretty fired up about it. Right. They could play them both. And I'm like, uh, they could. <laughs> I don't, They're not going to. I have no interest. I mean, I don't care. Play, don't play. He seemed to think, well, they'll schedule something else. And I'm like, I, I don't know that they can get that many big name powerhouse teams. Who's they? The Utes. I mean, they got well, Florida. They got somebody else. I, and they got you that. Well, I know I mean, that. But of that perceived level, again, with Florida, they've had six and fives and they've had 11 well, and ones. When are you playing? Or six and sixes, I guess. Yeah, well, then nothing is guaranteed. I know. I know. But well, it's a pretty good shot playing Florida that they'll probably be pretty good. Same with Central Florida. But, yeah, they'll play somebody else. Of the caliber that makes them push the rivalry back again? They haven't lost in nine years, ten years. How many won, How many have they won in a row now? It's nine games in a row over ten years. A decade is coming. So it's nine. They've won nine in a row. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually not playing BYU introduces the possibility more of a loss. But I get, if you're from here or you went to school here like those guys did, they would be far more passionate about it because it's been part of their lives, literally their whole lives. Somebody's messing with it. Yeah, and so they don't like it. I think they can play both. If you're really that program that you say you are and you want to be, I think you can play both, but... I personally have no stake in it. It's a fun game, but I'll live with or without it. But I didn't grow up here, and I didn't go to either school, so I have very little passion for either of these schools when it comes to that. And those guys do. You know, we always talk about injuries, and they're obviously the horrible for the uh, player who's going through it and, you know, going to miss a season or whatever. But as far as impacting a game, we tend to know the teams we follow, who they're missing, and then we're not as dialed in on somebody else. Obviously, Cougars just lost their, their lead running back. Well, when they played Boise State, they just lost their leading tackler. Ezekiel Noah tore his ACL, broke his wrist on the same play against Air Force. That's bad. So now he's out for the rest of the season. So, yeah, when those teams meet, you'll be missing their top rusher, but Boise State will be missing their top tackler. Well, neither of them will be their top rusher or top tackler. By then, the right. Play. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Don't hit the panic button. I think we realize how close we are, but that's the frustrating part is we can't have continued mistakes. You know, the same thing over and over again. We have to do our job and have to hit the reset button. Baker Mayfield talking about not panicking. The Browns off to a 1-2 and two start. Game behind the division-leading Ravens, who are 2-1. and one. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh in that division are still winless. They're 0-3, so... Get it together. Get back to 500. See if you can get in the wild card race. Don't lose track with the Ravens. Maybe you'll have a shot at the North Division title. I hear you. Hey, nobody's got to worry about nothing. Don't go hitting that panic button. Everything going to be all right. You think it's going to be all right for Cleveland? I pray. There's been a lot of hot hype for them. Uh, now that's something they, I care about. Since they came back into the league, it's been uh, it's been pretty lousy. Mm. Played, played a lot of bad football. This is their year. Oh, this is their week. They got the Ravens. 
If they go to Baltimore and win, they're tied for the division lead. If they don't, the Ravens start running away with that thing. Running away in the fourth week? I don't know about that. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. I'm allowed to just say whatever, aren't I? Sure. So TJ had surgery uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, we should have him back next season. Uh, he's going to have to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got good reaction. I was good reaction all around. You were like, wait, we're glad we came today. No, no, he's, he's, he's a couple weeks away. He just had to have a little scope on his knee. So TJ will be back here in 10 days or so. so. That's BYU's new basketball coach, Mark Pope. Senior guard TJ Haas, arthroscopic, arthroscopic surgery, and he's almost ready to go. Sweet. Got any expectations for them this year? Yeah. 20 wins, NCAA tournament. What do you think? They should always shoot for the NCAA tournament. Absolutely, yes. They'll need TJ for that, and apparently they're going to have. Well, they'll need good TJ. Best TJ. I mean, if he doesn't play well, I'm going to criticize him, and he's probably going to tell me to shut the F up. <laughs> Is that at Portland? Some yes. place where Is there was Portland? nobody there. Any, the any number line. of uh, right. West Coast Wouldn't gyms. have heard him in a louder arena, but in that one, got it all. LMU, Pepperdine. Individual Pacific, voices. San Diego. Around. There's always hundreds rattling around those... Uh, those arenas. Shut the heck up! <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> Yuck, I didn't know you had that. I have it on a page I actually can pull up on this. Yeah, there computer. you go. All right. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Swing and a drive to right field. Back at a judge to the wall. Race win! Race win! Race win! A day full of extra inning games. There were several of them. That one, Yankees get beat, but the Yankees already won the division, so, eh, what do they care? That one that one went 12. 16 innings for the Rockies and the Giants, and the Rockies finally win, but both those teams have losing records. They're not going anywhere. Rockies won 8-5. And then the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks, a 19-inning marathon. Diamondbacks win it 3-2. Cubs can't put any pressure on the Cardinals, though. Even with the Cardinals losing, the Cubs got beat, too. So, it's all over them. Brewers picked up a game, though. They beat the Reds 4 Yeah, but I think it's the Cardinals trying to worry about the Brewers. The Brewers now, because the, the Cubs are way up the track yeah, now. So, the Cubs don't have anything to do with it. And the Nationals, who started... 19-31, uh, like, I think. 12-under. Clinched that thing against the Phillies. Obviously, Harper had left them. So that was a little bit of sweetness there. And I'm gassed, man. I stayed up and watched all 19 innings. The Diamondbacks, Cardinals, it ended at 2.34 our time. I was going to say like 2.30 in the morning, huh? Yeah, so I'm really tired today, so you better watch it. You did not stay up for that whole thing. Bull crap, man. I'll come over there right now. <laughs> you didn't fall asleep on the in the chair or on the sofa watching that, trying to watch that thing? Like, uh... That jazz game, who hit the shot to beat LeBron and the Cavs? 
blanking oh, on his name now. Sunday out of games. Sunday, Sunday out of games, yes. <laughs> Hopped up on the table. You drifted off in that one. No. I, I drifted off during that Colorado-Washington game. I'm not sure what happened in the third quarter. I saw the fourth. I was back. The Cal-Washington. Cal-Washington, yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was asleep. I oh, my game? <laughs> in fact, you missed the whole thing to the point where they didn't even play. But... <laughs> Yeah, I watched the whole thing, man. What? Push to get over 500. What is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks, is going to join us at 830 PK's got some takes on Utah football. We can hit that coming up. And BYU continues to work on their scheduling. Plenty to get to. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. After reportedly called in sick earlier this week, Jacksonville Jaguars All-Pro cornerback Jalen Ramsey will reportedly rejoin the team today. He was requested a trade, but said he would continue to play because he doesn't want to be a distraction. Despite knowing three starts of the season, Washington head coach Jay Gruden said he's not worried about his job security. No, I haven't felt like that, but who knows, Gruden said. Major League Baseball, Jock Peterson, Mac Muncy, Max Muncy homer. Dodgers beat the Padres 6-3, and Garrett Cole notched his 19th win of the season as the Astros shut out the Mariners 3-0. Major League Soccer, RSL at home tonight against the LA Galaxy at 7.30. Top of the Wire brought to you by Syringa Networks. Verizon customers, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks. Syringa is Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call them today at 385-420-7881. That number, 385-420-7881. That's Syringa Networks. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. There's some games that Utah have scheduled that make no sense to me. Like, you shouldn't be doing a home-and-home home with a Wyoming. San Diego State? That makes sense to me. Dropping BYU for Florida? Yes, that makes sense to me. So I look at it from a few different positions because I've, I've been there as a player. I'm calling mom and dad as a sophomore, and I'm saying, hey, get your tickets. We're going out to Gainesville. We're going to go see the Swamp. As a Utah fan, I'm looking at this game in a couple years, and I'm like, oh, that's an amazing experience. Yeah. I get to go down and watch my Utes against the Gators in that stadium and then the following year I've got the Gators coming to Rice Echo Stadium an SEC powerhouse a national treasure when it comes to college football it's a no-brainer catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network Tyler's been an internet rumor that, that you may not play this weekend. Are you going to play? You see me right now. I'm dressed. <laughs> I can see you just fine. Are you planning on playing? Huh? You can answer. Hot Text Your Toast brought to you by Master Electrical Services. And Master Electrical will light up your day. Give us a call at 801 543 We'll be right on our way. That's 801 543 So there was the youth quarterback shooting down any speculation he wouldn't be ready to go, PK. Great news. Whatever he's got, he'll play through it. Sweet. He seems somewhat amused by all of that. You see me. 
Tyler's been an internet rumor that, that you may not play this weekend. Are you going to play? You see me right now. I'm dressed. <laughs> I can see you just fine. Are you planning on playing? Huh? Go, you can answer. Ain't nothing to it. Ain't nothing to it. I love that kid. <laughs> so upbeat, so to the point in interviews. I love the way he balls out, man. I mean, he just played his heart out Friday. Uh, I, I love the competition. That's the... That's I'm I, I'm long past the winning and losing. I love the competition of it, and he. I hate the phrase "running for his life." I've never seen anyone run for their life. So you're running for a first down. You're running to avoid a sack. You're trying to gain yards. You're not running for your life. Uh, but he was playing as hard as he possibly could, and that would be a major blow. So it's good. They don't they don't like us to talk about what we see, and they. Don't let you in practice, although on Tuesdays they let 500 Little League kids there, and invariably parents are there, and invariably somebody PKs me, and invariably I talk to them and tell you, what did you just see? <laughs> so, other than that, it's a perfect system. <laughs> yes. On Tuesdays during the uh, season, they have all the, the ones, I guess, they won the state championship the year before, and, and they're up there, and they just rotate through, and so you walk in there, and there's dozens and dozens and dozens of people. And uh, so, you know, they're more than willing to tell you what they saw. So-and-so uh, was standing on the side. Yeah. So-and-so was practicing. <laughs> so-and-so had a yeah. boot on. Yeah, but they don't Kyle like... Kyle was really mad screaming at people. They don't Whatever. like you to talk about what you saw. So, out of respect for them, I absolutely won't do it. I think it's silly, but nevertheless, that's what they're all worried about. Uh and Tyler, but he said it, and he saw, I'm standing here, I'm fine. I saw him, I was standing there, he looked fine. Normally I wouldn't say it, but he said it. So, yeah, I think that's great news if he's playing. It gives him a pretty good chance of winning. I was thinking about this yesterday. You came up with your narrow window, rocky cliff, the wind blowing, yeah. the ocean crashing waves of 45 feet. And they're you made that part up. Clinging to life. Well, that was the extent of what you were saying. And that's not true. I thought that the swing games were the two Washingtons and SC. And really the only thing that has changed is that I would put Cal in there now. Everything else, I expect them to win. So they're still swing games. It's swung against them yep. by seven whole points. Yep. And I thought this Saturday was going to be a tough game, and that first Saturday in November was going to be a tough game. And nothing really has changed. I can probably put Cal in there to be a little bit better than I thought, but I thought Cal was going to be a tough game anyway. So in my mind, absolutely nothing has changed. So they're, if they were going to be on this deep slope, rocky cliff, clinging to life, well, then that's what it was always going to be. Because I don't think they were going to win all those swing games. They just happened to lose the first one by a whopping seven points in which they fumbled on a two-yard line and had a second and goal from the one. They didn't get in. They didn't get in. So if I look at it that way, it's really you no know, no more despair than I expected. I didn't expect them to go undefeated. So they lost the game. A game that I had as a swing game anyway. That's all. No, it's not that big of a deal. They weren't going to go to the playoff. That was just a bunch of nonsense. I agree. That's why I picked them 10-2. and two. Yeah. 
And you had this as a swing game. I did. So it swung against them the by a thing, whopping touchdown and an extra point. The only thing I'll add is I thought out of USC, Cal, and ASU, they would drop one of those games when I picked them two. Well, they two. did. Okay, so if they, they still got to play the other two. We'll, well see if they drop And if they others. beat them, then they're right where you thought they would be. So why are they clinging to a rocky cliff with the earthquake happening and, and the foundation crumbling and... They lost the football game. Nobody had them going undefeated anyway. Even the most passionate homers in the media didn't have them going undefeated. I don't think. Maybe they did. I don't really listen, but uh, maybe they did or read. Uh, Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't think they did. So they lost the game. Wow. I don't really see that's that's that, that big of a deal. So if they lose to Washington State, will it be a big deal? I told you on Monday, if they lose to Washington State and SC beats Washington, then it's a new story. Oh, yeah, then they're down two But there's always going to be a bunch of stories change as the season goes. That is usually how it works. Yeah, we make these proclamations after one week. I would say the other thing is that SC has survived adversity uh, better than I would have expected. Not just that they're 3-1 and and bounce back for a loss, that, but also they've handled a couple of quarterback injuries. Those can wreck teams. They yeah, they brought in another those. four-star guy. Congratulations. <laughs> I know. And they just they lost a kid who was committed to them at a modern day, the pipeline, and he flipped to Alabama. And they just lined up and got another guy. And they got another kid from Narbonne. Narbonne. Who's a five-star. So, eh, way to go. I bleed for you. Those 20 minutes where they didn't know what they were going to do. And then they turned around and get this Gar- Garcia kid out of where my wife used to teach, the Gauchos. Gauchos. Right there on PCH in Western. <laughs> <laughs> the Pacific Coast Highway. Been there many times. Uh, my wife I literally taught there for a few years. Coached tennis and softball. And so that, that's where we stand. Pretty much where we had an idea they would stand after four games. Thought there was a decent chance of them standing there after four games. And now all of a sudden they're out of it because they lost a swing game? They're not out of it, but they don't control their own destiny and they need help. Anybody who falls to 0-1 in the division, big deal. They don't control except their own. Sure they do. Except that it's to the team that was picked to finish second. That we all know has a bunch of four and five stars. If they get their act together, they could be good. Right. So th- and then they may not win the division. Oh, my gosh. They suck. Fire them all. Because they just lost to the team that has all the four and five stars and was picked to finish second. That's shocking. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> except the goal is... To win the division and win the conference. Of you got a senior it is. quarterback. This is your chance. So it's disappointing. Yes, and it's it is. It's still not over. You might get the help you need. It's not even and close could, to over. I know. And it could start this week. Get some help at Washington. Come on, Don't Washington. Don't worry about Washington. Come on, what Chris Peterson. Do. I mean, there's, they, they still have seven games to go. Speaking of the Trojans. So why would I be caught up in that? It doesn't make any sense. You're worrying about, oh my gosh, you lost to SC. And SC beat a crappy Stanford team, so look out. Clay Helton, lifetime contract. We're going to just beg your forgiveness that we thought about firing you. He still could end up getting fired and probably will. I just don't see where this is that earth-shattering and why everything has changed so dramatically because they lost a game in the Coliseum by seven points. All right, you fans, you with PK or with me?
You're looking at that rocky path to the division title. Doable, just difficult. If you lose one, they have to lose three. Don't like the sound of that. Or, ah, it's one game. The Pac-12 is crazy. Wacky, wild stuff will happen. It always happens. Right. Last year, USC lost to UCLA. And UCLA was having a horrific year. At the end of the season, they were fine. Three and nine still a horrific year. But one of the three was USC. At the end of the season, they were fine. Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James. Call us, 855-340-ZONE. How resilient are you, you fans? How hopeful are you? Go hitting. Don't be worrying about nothing. Ain't no time to hit that panic button. David Lee Murphy, everything's going to be all right. They weren't going to go undefeated anyway. I expect them to win the rest of the games in the South. I would be very surprised if they lost another South game. They might lose a North game, but I would be surprised. I, in fact, I, if I'm betting, I would much more more prefer putting the emphasis on winning the rest of the games in the South. The North, different story. I don't. I didn't have them beating Washington in Seattle anyway. I figured that was an L, and maybe they got an L somewhere else along the line, which wouldn't be surprising. Which it wasn't surprising that they lost. They're Utah's DBs aren't as good as SC's receivers. That's the bottom line. And the offensive line, and Kyle keeps pumping up they ran for 240 yards. That That's great. But then, then whoop-de-doo. I mean, I, that's, that's nice, but he's a guy who says he didn't worry about stats, but yet you're pointing to that stat. And seems to me, according to your own acknowledgement, Tyler Huntley was running for his life. The very words you used. So I have a hard time jiving how you could be great in offensive line play when the esteemed sportscaster of the year says Tyler Huntley was running for his life. Yeah, I asked him about that on Monday. It was weird that they were so inconsistent. They could block one play up and get 30 yards, and the next play they don't block up at all. Second into the play, there's already USC guys into the backfield. Just wrecking the play. So it was weird how inconsistent it was. And maybe it goes to his point that uh, he brought up after a couple of earlier games that they just have problems picking up run blitzes, some of the delayed blitzes and the twists and stuff confuse him. If you don't have that stuff on, maybe they have it blocked up pretty well. And if that's really the case, if you sit there and watch every play, which the Washington State coaches have, maybe they'll get a, a, steady, a steady diet of that. Number 10 Utes just tweeted at us at NSL Ute. I'm with PK. So there it is. You have your first partner in crime. There's plenty of hope. Long way to go. And he's feeling good. For sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? If, you're, if you thought this team was that good and now it's going to crumble because they lost a seven-point game to the second-place team, admittedly with all your four- and five-star kids – then you weren't really that good anyway. And we just, we owe these listeners a huge apology because we spent the last whatever months, we have to, I don't know, at some point we can't go 
I went six months, but you didn't like that. So whatever time frame I have to use, I'll allow you to decide it. Whenever we decided that time frame was on, we spent that whole time telling everybody how great this team was going to be. And now they lost one game, and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, they're on a rocky cliff. Their fingernails are the only thing keeping them from death. <laughs> Isn't their knuckles? Because you know, yeah, it's a knuckle biter. <laughs> yeah, they have no fingernails left. <laughs> that's really shallow. If that's the case, then this foundation of this team was completely. And I'm speaking your language, you people. It was built on sand. Oh, there it is. I don't believe that. But apparently since they lost a seven-point game to SC, that's the way it is. Doesn't make any sense to me. When I brought up 10-2 and two earlier, you said 11-1 and one was in play. Do you think 11-1 and one is still in play or no? Or no. that Washington game is going to... No, I, I thought they would lose two games. I thought they'd go 7-2 and two in conference. Figuring they lose either Washington State, SC, and Seattle. Those were my two. I took I took three games, estimated two losses there, and figured they would win the South at seven and two. That's what I had them. That was my guess. That's I mean that's all that is. It's just a guess. I mean who knows who's going to be what when you get to that first week in November. That's still a ways away. And is Huntley playing? Is he hurt? Is Moss back? And and obviously Washington is going to have injuries. Everybody does. And who's replacing them? And when do the injuries occur? So, not sure about that, but just on paper, anytime you're going to Washington to play now that Chris Peterson has it going, that stands to reason that that's going to be a potentially difficult game. So that's really a no-brainer there. I think everybody would agree with that. Jimmy says, right now, I'm just enjoying that BYU has a better Pac-12 record than Utah. Two and one, baby. If that matters to you? Have at it. Jimmy's having at it. Okay. And if that's what you cling to, I've got no problem with that. Ray says, I'm a DJ. It's pretty funny listening to PK backpedal now that Utah has lost again to USC. And my guess is that Ray and Jimmy are BYU fans. Husband, dad, grandpa, BYU fan, and jazz fan. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you can tell where their allegiances are, right. and then they hear what they hear. And then number 10, Utes, who is with you, Master of Finance at the U of U. Utes, Minnesota Vikings, Marine Corvette. Well, I don't mess with the core. There it is. Yeah. Semper Fi. So, always and forever. Uh, I don't. Uh... Jimmy's got nothing in his profile. Jimmy might be a bot. He might not even be real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Ray, obviously you're a BYU fan. Uh, it's obviously you're, where your allegiances are, and you have every right to be a BYU so fan. So it's right back to what you say. We're not changing anybody's not mind. We're not educating people. We're entertaining people, possibly, and they hear what they hear, and it plugs into their biases. 100% agree Ute with fans, what you just said. Yeah. We got hope. I'm yeah. with PK. Uh, Cougar fans, they suck. Go get them, DJ. I, I'm backpedaling. And all we're trying to do is figure out, like, how many are they going to win in their next eight, yeah. and how many is USC going to win in their next seven. And It I'm turns fine. out that might not be the point. I'm 100% <laughs> fine with you thinking I'm backpedaling, because that means one thing. You're listening, baby. And that's all that matters <laughs> to me. <laughs> I really care about employment. This is about employment here. So... If you think that, Ray, thank you. 
I'm glad that you're listening. That's all that matters. And you have every right to think that. And if you think I'm this big Ute fan, good, good on you, man. I've got no problem with that. All right, 855-340-ZONE. Tweet at us at David DJ James. You can hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK. But the story does change if they lose this week. And the story will change with every win and loss by either team. If they win. And in the league. Right. If they yeah. win and USC goes up there. If the Utes win at home and USC gets beat by Washington. Which I expect to happen. Then it'll look better. It won't. You're still then you're down, right where you want to be. Well, you're still down the tiebreaker and they've gone yeah, to Washington and you haven't. Yeah, I know. So I get negative. that. But then yeah. you're going to worry about that, too? You're going to worry about that? Yeah, that's what football fans do when no. you're into a team. No, yeah, no, yes. no, no. I think they do. Not in September. You cannot be worried about, oh, my gosh, we're not going to do it because we lost the first. If you're worried about that, then nothing has really changed with the outcome of the Washington State game. You'll have momentum. Then you have a bye and Oregon State. And then you have ASU. You will be heavily favored in two of those ge- the next two games beyond this week. You're favored in this game. So you'll be favored in the next three games for sure. You're favored this week. You'll be favored against Oregon State. You'll be favored against ASU. Neither of those teams that you're playing in November or October right off the bat, they're, they're not thinking about winning the division. They're trying to find a way to get to six wins. And play an extra game and somehow put a positive spin on an average season. So Mike just posted on uh, on Facebook. He didn't go with you or me. He went with 50-50. What is? Let take. On whether how hopeful he is about the Utes, you know, getting past UFC and winning the division. And I'm like, well, so going to the theory that we all play into our built-in biases, if he's 50-50, is he an Aggie? He's not a Ute or a Cougar siding with either one of us. So I clicked on it, studied business at Weber State. So close. The theory holds. Either this is a really good football team or it isn't. And if it is, they're going to win a lot of games. They have never gone 7-2 and two in conference. Never, ever. I think they've had 6-3 and three twice. But they've never gone seven and two. So all of a sudden this year, I'm going to expect them to go eight and one, nine and zero. No, only a fool would think that. That's why I picked seven and two. That's I mean, why the, I the big homers that work for them, they would pick that. I get because they only pick that because they want popularity. And I don't think in their hearts they believe it. They're just going to say that so they, they can get popularity. Right. Yeah. Lars just tweeted at us, I still think the Utes have a good shot at winning the division. Obviously, we'll need some help to win, but with how cannibalistic the Pac-12 is, you never know. We need to win out to give us a chance. I don't necessarily think you need to win out, but obviously, if you win out, you're winning the division. Because SC will get beat twice. I think they probably will. I'm not sure, but I think they probably if will. If you go 8-1 and one and don't win the division, that's awesome. Yeah, I know you'd be 11-1. and one. You would have a really good team. <laughs> All the hype would have been worth it. Then so be it. If you don't win the division at 11-1. You think that's what Arizona says about their Desert Swarm team? Because that was the highlight for a, for a program that doesn't have built-in advantages. Sure, they doesn't should. Doesn't have the big donor. Yeah, they should. And they had that team. And they only lost one game, but it kept them out of the Rose Bowl. 12-1? and one? At what point <laughs> don't you take a 12-1 and one season? Maybe if you're Alabama, Ohio State... 
Those Yeah, but the problem is Alabama has those one-loss seasons. They win national championships. Yeah, but the loss being yeah. the last game. So, like, last year. Right. That's what I was thinking. And you'd play more games, but Arizona didn't play more games back then. It's a different set situation, yeah. different setup. Right. So I'm talking about they lose the last. To, to, to Alabama, last year was a disappointment because they lost the last game. So be it. But that is the super level of elite, and we're not in there. And 99% of the schools aren't in there. Ray just tweeted back at us. I'm a fan of you, PK, and I don't think you are a Ute fan. But I also get your shtick. You cover yourself fast, and I do find it entertaining. Hashtag go PK. What am I covering? Uh, obviously, if he's listening, he's a <laughs> no, fan. Right. I understand, and I, and I said thank you, and I meant it. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> so, Ray, I'm going to thank you again. I've seen your Twitter a time or two. It's not the first time you've tweeted at, at us, so I'm aware. I've never met you, but I'm aware you're hardcore, and you're one of my guys. Brad says I'm with PK, but I think the Utes are going 11 and one. If they go 11 and one, I don't give a crap if they don't win the South. <laughs> if they went out, yes, that's a hell of a season, man. Well, you know the funny thing about that: if they went out and don't win the South, they might end up in the Rose Bowl I've, anyway. Yes, I understand that because that means USC won out, and if USC is 11 and one uh, with yeah, low they, expectations, they could lose that title game though. They could. And they're not they going to the Rose Bowl if they if right and then they'd be eleven and two and they wouldn't be going. Well, uh, to the playoff. Yeah. I was thinking if SC won out and went to the playoff, and the Utes had a sterling record and went to the Rose Bowl. And granted, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, they could be eleven and two and not go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. But somehow the conference sucks. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, twelve and one Washington goes to the Rose Bowl. Eleven and two USC goes to the Alamo Bowl. I agree with Kyle in that there is so much football left to be played. It is just so stupid well, and senseless to be obsessing over standings. Yeah, but it's great that people obsess over the standings now. That's why they buy tickets and fund his salary. It's why they listen to this show. It's people obsessing about sports. But you shouldn't obsess about the standings. You can obsess about whether you beat Washington State or not, or obsess on whether you go 11-1 and or not, but not about the standings. Not in September when you, if you had lost to any other team in the South, I'd be more inclined. Because I think any other team in the South, save SC, is substantially inferior to the Utes this year. Not always all the time, but this year, yes. I expect the Utes to go 4-0 the rest of the way in the South. And I would be surprised. If, and I'm not saying it so I can trash talk you if they lose to ASU. Believe me, I'm, I'm not that big of a fan. I'm calling it like I see it. I think this year you're way better than the other four teams in the South, and I'm expecting you to go 4-0 the rest of the way in the South. So you would have gone 4-1 in the South. That's a pretty good record. That's all true, but I think there's one problem with that theory, and we'll talk about that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. 
BK, the Sports Hope Preacher, installing hope left and right and all the sports fans out there. I lost my way, PK. I was losing hope, but you helped me find it again. Thank you, PK. You helped him find hope, PK. I'm a hope restorer, among other things. Join the Big Show Friday from 3 to 6 at the Warehouse in 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake City. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. That's the Warehouse. So you were just talking about the fact they lost to USC. If they lost to anybody else, you'd be more concerned. Because I would. Those other teams just, In the South. They don't have the, either they don't have the talent or they don't have the experience, or in some cases, maybe both. They're developing programs. They all have new coaches. And the only flaw in that year. is if they lost to somebody else, Utah would still control their own destiny because they could beat SC and give them a loss and control the tiebreaker. I get your point about the other teams aren't as good and they shouldn't be losing to them, and there's probably a lot of merit to that. But because they've lost head-to-head to USC, given up the tiebreaker and fallen behind in the standings, the worst part of this is now you don't get to control. I mean, you have to go out and win, but then you have to sit around and hope I mean, SC loses. No, it'll take care of itself. They, they, don't sit around and waste any moments about SC. That's a waste of time. Come on, they lost to BYU, and now all of a sudden they're all that? Aren't we overstating that just a little bit? You could go with the theory that BYU defended him the way you should defend him, and their safeties reacted the way you should react, and they kept the game in front of them. I made air quotes right yeah, there. Yeah, you go, you break it and all down, that stuff. football boy. And it... They lost to BYU. They lost, yes, and USC beat Utah because they threw up a couple of hopeful balls, and receivers made plays and caught them and scored. The Rat Fink played well. And, and, and the, his receivers helped him out when he didn't. All those things that we said about SC last week... They will apply every single week. So if the Trojans lose to the Huskies this week, then Kelton's job is on the line the following week. <laughs> That's not going away it's ever. Not. It's Because he's not a sexy name. That's true. And, and he doesn't. The, he's not a rock star in the way that Carol and Urban are. And under the theory that uh, what we were just talking about is, you know, if, if Utah won out and never got the help because USC just went on a tear and won out themselves— I'd be okay with that for just the reasons you talk about. <laughs> if Elton wins so much they can't fire him. I mean, I, I want to see the Utes in the conference title game and the Rose Bowl and all that, but if that isn't going to happen for some reason, let the reason be Clay Helton got on a roll. <laughs> Had a great year. Then we need to apologize to them. Then we're nothing but frauds because we spent the last several months telling you how great SC or how, how great Utah was and what complete and total turmoil and chaos SC was and all their players quit on them and they've got no chance. Now they beat a crappy Stanford team and edged Utah and up sorry all those things we just said they don't matter anymore. And they had to get an end zone interception to beat Fresno State. Fresno State was driving for the time. Click the style then. Go listen to why Trump is going to get impeached. (laughs) Because we don't know what the hell we're talking about. So don't waste your time with us. And come on, and we're going to base that on a game. 
That's ridiculous. I'm telling you, if they lose this week to, in Seattle, which they very well could, then all that stuff about Helton right back at it, and whoever they play the week after, oh, man, he better win. That team is in cast. They're going to quit on these guys. These coaches, they're dead men walking. The players know it. There's so much turmoil. Uh, Lori Laughlin cheated to get her kid into school. They're never going to win a game. Well, a couple things. That was a great rant. I love that. That was entertaining. Uh, <laughs> now that you said Lori Laughlin, I lost track of my previous points. Holy cow. Um, oh, as far as the whole fraud thing. Well, the media poll that we referenced with Utah being picked 33 out of 35 teams, or 35 out, 33 out of 35 media members picked the Utah team to win the South. The Pac-12 media has never gotten both division titles right. Predictions are what they are. And the theory that it was just a game. That's the beauty of college football. They play so. They, is there a sport that plays fewer games? The games mean so much because there are so few of them. You could be the best NBA. You could be the Warriors at the height of your powers, and you can go out and lose to some lottery bound team, and it really is one out of 82. There's plenty of chances to. to but, but there aren't that many chances when you're in a 12 game season, when there's only nine conference games. There isn't that much wiggle room. These games mean more because there's fewer of them. So what? No, okay. Of course they mean more, but that doesn't mean you draw definitive conclusions based on one game. This has been my conference for life. You folks are Johnny-come-latelys. You are following the PC two-way. This has been my conference for life. (laughs) I followed the WAC. Uh, He was talking to me. I followed the PC two-way. Right. I know I was. And so with that in mind, I've seen all sorts of twists and turns for 40 years, my whole adult life. I've seen ASU right there win one game. I've seen 70,000 people walk into the stadium with roses and zero walk out of the stadium (laughs) with roses and tears in their eyes. I've seen it not once. I've seen it three times. Yes. I know when you saw it. Because I was actually in a Pac-10 stadium when it happened. So, <laughs> Cause it's, you, that's in deep in November. UCLA had to win. Yes, on the last day of the season. They had to beat SC and Washington. I've already had and Thanksgiving. And had to lose. And it happened. And the you're tr- telling me that September 21st, do you remember the 21st day of September when the youths lost remember? all hope? Because they don't they have lose. the tiebreaker against the They're still a pack. unbeaten Trojans. The team that we said was in total chaos and complete and mess, and their coach was going to get canned, that Barstool Sports, he will get fired tonight. You mean that's what we Brooks. That's what we, well, they're owned by Sports by Books. It's Barstool. It's all the same. What the hell? Nobody cares. They all said that. He was going to get fired Friday night. And none of it happened. So now, all this stuff that we thought was going to happen for sure, now, all of a sudden, we can predict the rest of the way. Somebody save me from this insanity before I go nuts! DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Insanity straight ahead. A lot of you are tweeting at us. Use the open mic on the app, and Yach will get you on the air. Or you can call us 855-340-ZONE. we got an open segment for you next, then Lincoln Kennedy Pac-12 Networks at 830. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.